Hello, hello. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Hello, you too. Oh, right. Yeah. I almost forgot. Yeah. You know, I'm going to a party. <laughs> Same. I am as well. And Ooh. so I, uh, I, um, it's uh, Steph's boyfriend and his roommate, my friend Callie, are hosting a party. And mm-hmm. he is a big time cook. And so he has this like huge log. Every time that they have a party, he has like a journal where he dedicates pages to the planning, the preparation, because he likes to barbecue. So I think he's like yes. smoking something. Yes, there's a science to it. There's smoking, <laughs> but then I think there's also something stuffed with chorizo. So there's a whole, a whole uh, process going on. So it should be good. So I'm definitely going to go to the gym after we hang up because uh, yes, <laughs> I need to get ready. Yes, understandable. I, I'm going to a party as well, and I was wondering what to bring because I make really good queso and I make really good guac and I was like anything and they're like we're gonna have and they like ran through everything they're gonna have and I felt like it kind of like was everything anyone would ever bring to a Cinco de Mayo party and Mm -hmm. I was like oh like are you sure I can't like take one of those off your hands they're like no we're like ready to go so then I was stressed because I didn't know what to bring but I got a key lime pie because they didn't have dessert so I was like oh okay I feel like that's Cinco-y (laughs) goes with Marg's yeah (laughs) Um, yeah, we just, we went to Costco yesterday and got the queso, like that yeah. big tub of queso that they have because <laughs> it's good. And also it's yeah. Costco. It's good. And also it's Costco. Yeah. Um, well that's fun. On the download now brought to you by Costco. Oh my God. I, <laughs> if only, if only. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what to wear. Um, I don't know if you can see, I have like a poncho. I don't Can you see Ooh. behind me? I can I can no. just see the corner of it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> but also, I don't know if that. Uh, well, I I don't know. So, <laughs> I, mean, I figure it's not that big of a deal. I don't really yeah. need to culturally appropriate. Um, but yeah, so fun. fun. What else have you been up to? Not much. I like deep cleaned my whole apartment yesterday, which was exciting. Um, I mean, I guess it wasn't exciting while I was doing it, but now I'm excited because I'm looking around and there's like no dust on anything and everything looks nice. And I like swept and wiped down my whole bathroom and everything. So it was exciting. Um, I went to a Kentucky Derby party. Oh, did you have a mint julep? I did not have a mint julep. They, they did have mint juleps, but I think they were, um, mixing a little strong and I wasn't really drinking much yesterday. Oh, I gotcha. I, um had a little tie-dye party yesterday i've been wanting to tie-dye <laughs> yeah so i got a kit steph and i got a kit and then just invited over some friends and uh despite the fact that they were like there was flooding literal flooding did you see on twitter or anything um, yes the, the havoc that happened on friday night cars yes. were like submerged like those awful scooters that i hate so much were apparently just like drifting in the water uh, Jesus. Yeah. So Friday night I stayed home and I watched the new Ted Bundy movie, which did you right. watch it? Did we, did we no, talk? it was on my to-do list and I just didn't. You just didn't. Do it. <laughs> well, I'm going to give a quick little blurb about it. It's yeah, fine. It's not great. It's also not all encompassing to the point where mm-hmm. like it's hard to even think back on what exactly the movie covers because... 
It's supposed to be from the point of view of the girlfriend, his long-term girlfriend. And it's based off of a book that she wrote. Lily Collins, yes. Yes, Lily Collins was Ted Bundy's girlfriend. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's who she's playing. But also, I don't think that they, like, go as far into depth about their relationship and how he was hiding stuff from her. It was just like, oh, he'd get arrested again, and then she would start, like, drinking more because she was stressed because these accusations keep coming. But, like, Mm -hmm. it didn't... It just didn't go too far into their relationship to the point where I'm like, what exactly are we covering here? Also, the pretty surface level. (laughs) Yeah. And the timeline jumps around a lot, too. And they like kind of gloss over a lot of things. And I like I happen to be a big true crime person. And so I've read Anne Rule's book about Ted Bundy. If I was going to read a book, that's the one I would read. Oh, it's good. (laughs) I'd highly recommend it. A stranger beside me um but yeah i think that it would be it's best off if people watch the net because earlier in the year netflix released the ted bundy tapes and that gives mm-hmm. a little bit more of an overview and so i think that if you're going to really if you're very interested in this make sure you watch the netflix doc first and then you can watch this because like this doesn't even give a lot of context to like his escapes it's like just a couple sequences showing how he like prepped for an escape But to me, like, that's the fascinating part of Ted Bundy is, like, that he was able to get away with things for so long. Mm -hmm. But Do you think it works as, like, just an entertaining movie if it weren't based off things? Or were you so caught up in the Ted Bundiness of it all? (laughs) um, I think that even if it wasn't Ted Bundy, I'd be wanting more. Okay. Like, they they don't go into, like, the murders themselves that much, which is fine. And I think that was because they, that wasn't the kind of movie they were trying to make. But I feel like if you're not going to focus on the murder, then you should focus more on the murderer. And they, they just, it seemed to me like they just kind of casted Zac Efron because he's attractive charming yeah but even (laughs) that like they don't show him being like super charming towards women you know it's like Mm -hmm. they show him in the courtroom and he'll smile and like girls cheer but they don't really show him like trying to pick up girls successfully Mm -hmm. or you know like in a social situation where his charm really comes through he's not doing like the link from hairspray or anything no no link (laughs) but yeah so good enough if you're bored enough but okay yeah so i think i gave it like three and a half stars because like i do love true crime but mm-hmm. yeah steph said it was um better than the zodiac movie we saw <laughs> the one on oh. the, like one on hulu with leslie <laughs> Bibb. I like, yes, yeah i think that is the i thought you say. were i thought you were referring to the movie zodiac, zodiac? Uh, in okay. in the moment i was like i forgot that you watched the shitty zodiac movie and i was like steph thought that was better than zodiac <laughs> like, david zodiac fincher very, right very famous good movie <laughs> isn't it david fincher who did zodiac yes okay yes <laughs> the finch yeah no it's a good movie no zodiac's a good one um, but yeah, it was decoding just, the zodiac or whatever that one was. Yeah, or like, <laughs> was one. yes, like finding the zodiac or I don't know. Um, yeah, basically, it was like storming Friday night, and I was like, there's absolutely no way I'm leaving. Plus, this movie's now out mm-hmm. on Netflix, so why not watch and enjoy? Why not? Yeah, 
Also, Ugh. I'm uh, almost done with season four of Game of Thrones. Oh, I'm hoping nice. to have that done by t- the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I might delay my arrival to the party a little. I don't know. So I'm trying to, okay, so I'm trying to do some math. So there's eight season seasons, f- right? Yes. So okay. seasons five and six each have ten episodes. Seven only has eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Or wait, seven maybe. Seven might only have seven. Yeah. And then eight has six, but will only be five through. <laughs> yeah. So here's so. what I'm thinking. I need to have probably, well, fuck. Do I need to watch five, six, and seven this week? I mean, you need to watch five and six this week. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And then, well, because I... I'm going to be out of town for, like, I have mm-hmm. a guest in, t- my cousin's coming into town next weekend. I have, I'm going to be out of town the following. I'm going to get it done. It's just. <laughs> it's I'm, just logistically, you yeah. need to watch, like, 33 episodes or something. I know it's not what the people want to hear, but I really just don't find the show that captivating. So mm-hmm. I'm really starting to struggle with wanting to, <laughs> it's like becoming a chore. Mm-hmm. I think it's also the fact that you've given yourself a deadline. It's like, it's actually is a chore, you know, like it's something to cross off a list. You're not putting it on because, yeah, you're not putting it on because like they are thick episodes. They're full hour. That's the thing is like, I get into bed a lot of nights and I'm like, okay, yeah, like I'll watch an episode of Game of Thrones. And I'm like, do I really want to watch an episode of Game of Thrones though? Like that's an hour. It's a whole hour. And it's like not even like. I mean, I kind of like play, I'll play like solitaire on my phone as I watch, but also you're kind of having to pay attention. So yeah, it's not even like you can just like breeze through it or if you fall asleep, it's like no big deal. Like I fell asleep a couple days ago watching it and I woke up like two hours later in the middle of an episode and I was like, fuck, now I have to like go back and think of the last thing I remember (laughs) seeing so I don't miss anything. So I also don't want to be like cheating this. Like if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it correctly. Right. So, yeah. I'll just be late to the party today and go to the gym, cram in maybe at least two episodes. All right. And then how yeah. far would if you watch two, would that would that finish four for you? I think I would need to watch three. Let me I'll mm. have to look. <laughs> oh God. I'm looking at a calendar now, Nor. I know. <laughs> I know. I stressing. <laughs> I uh, I don't think I have many after work plans this week, so that should be good. I don't know. Yeah, I'll get it done. I'll get it's it done. Be okay, I'm not worried. Fear not. Okay, fear not. I will <laughs> get it not. done. Um. All right. Anything else? Anything fun, else fun and exciting that you're up to? I'm trying to think. No. How's the new Vampire Weekend? Oh, it is good. That's what's going to be my recommend- recommendation. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. I was alert. driving around. No, spoiler alert. I was driving around yesterday. I like needed to like, get my oil changed and uh, got my car clean. I was going to Trader Joe's. And I oh, was you even got your car like, cleaned mm. yesterday? I'm telling you, I spring cleaning, I guess. It's summer now, I think. But Wow. Look at you. I need Look all at me. the things I need to get done. I like do I do this though I'll get all like my chores done on Saturday and then at least today I have plans but some Sundays I don't have big plans and then I'll just be like well now what apartment's clean 
clothes are done. My groceries are all here. I'll yeah. just sit here. I have to do a load of laundry. I have to, I'm de- I desperately need to get food. I'm down to having like nothing to the point where yesterday, or I used up I all of my milk and Steph's to the point where yesterday I wanted to make a smoothie maybe and she was like well I have half and half if you want to put like a little bit of that in in water oh, and God. I'm like oh my <laughs> I didn't but also I have no food yeah so a problem a couple like frozen dishes from Trader Joe's but I but not like desperately need to go <laughs> so I think fuck sometime today maybe after the party I don't know but no. yeah Oh, man, because I know the party goes until GOT starts. All right, my calendar is not loading for Game of Thrones. I don't even know what episode I'm on, how many I have left (laughs) in this season. I think I'm on, like, episode seven. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that would be three. Yeah. You know, I guess I... You'll make it. I'll make it. I'll say I'm going to the gym. I guess I can, like listen while I lift <laughs> yeah but also if, if you if you're if you want to make it you'll make it I'll make it I yeah. I watched five six and seven all leading up to eight mm-hmm. and how long and it took I was like six days oh okay but I was motivated yeah and I wasn't going out of town and I didn't have anything really going on <laughs> yeah well mm-hmm. oh well We'll get there. We'll get there, guys. We will get there. Um, all right, cool. Well, should we get on into it then? Let's. Let's, let's. Oh, wait, hold on. The calendar's loaded now. Let's <laughs> see what was the last. Come on. Why is everything so slow today? I don't care about season eight. I want to see you season four. Gosh darn it. All right. The internet's just deciding it doesn't want to cooperate with me. Um, so uh-huh. this That's week... Fun. We, uh, did you see it again, actually? I did not, Oh, my God. What the fuck have you been doing? I've been skirting all of your responsibilities, (laughs) apparently. I didn't, I didn't, I went to the movies so much in the past, like, two weeks, and I was just like, I saw it. I'll see it again if I want to. But also, there, I saw, like, there was someone on Twitter that was, like, showing pictures of, like, um, South Point was having issues with their like ticketing machine and there were all these people there for Endgame and I was just like I don't want to deal with it because <laughs> like, everyone's still going to be there for Endgame and I'm just I'm a shitty person yeah I actually haven't gone to the movies well I saw this movie on Wednesday but I haven't gone to the movies I thought about it for yesterday and then there's just, like, nothing that's out that I really want to see. Like, we have Hail Satan, which I would see, but also, like... Oh, I'm, yeah. I kind of want to see that. I don't know. I'm not, like, rushing out. I figure maybe at some point this week I can go. Um, yeah. But we both did see Booksmart again, so spoiler alert. We did see Booksmart again. Oh, gosh. How did your sister issues. like it? She liked it a lot. Good. But um, it was funny. I did get called the fuck out by the guy running the event because it was, like, one of those, like early screening things and I was waiting for Darcy because they had started letting people in and you know how you have to have your whole party there yeah well I was like talking to the guy and he's like oh yeah like I heard it's really good and I was like oh it is I've, I've actually seen it 
already. He's like, really? And I was like, yeah, twice, actually. <laughs> and he's like, you've already seen it twice? And I was like, yeah. And then um, we were just like talking about something else. And then we went into the movie. And then right before it started, he was like, so I hear it's pretty good. Someone in here is here for the third time. <laughs> and then my sister's like, this loser. And I'm like, please stop. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so funny. Um, I thought you were going to say he recognized you. No, God, no. Thank God. It's it's so <laughs> funny, too, because, like, it's not like you're seeing it so many times at this thing because, like, it's free. It's like you genuinely, yes. it's like you have a full-time job. You just genuinely like this movie. Yes. And then the other thing is, he, like, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I see things this much when I like them, but three before it comes out is a little excessive. And then I feel like I'll go again when it comes out because... I know other people who'd probably go see it, yeah, you know, for and sure. I want to evangelize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it with a friend, um, and she loved it. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I just don't love the advanced screening hoopla, so mm-hmm. I'm very selective about who I invite to those, because just, like, mm-hmm. it can be such a pain. Um, but, yeah, well, yeah, so... We both saw it this week, and I'm glad that yeah. Darcy liked it and Gan liked it. My friend liked yes. it as well. See, you know, and another one that came out of here, this is going to be my seamless transition. Another movie we really liked out of South by Southwest. Yeah. That came out this week. Yeah, it was Long Shot, which is the new Seth Rogen, Charlize Theron rom com. Um, yes. I think that when we saw it at South by, I said I thought it was going to be more of a com than a rom. And I uh-huh. think you thought it was going to be more rom than com. Yeah. And, I mean, it's... it's And it's, it's just a rom-com. It's definitely a rom-com. Yeah. It, <laughs> I think, you know, it pretty much hits the formulas where you want it to be hit. It has some original stuff going on, but... Yeah. Well, what's interesting about it is that I think when we saw it at South by, I thought it was fun, but I mm-hmm. think also the boys to men aspect of it and receiving a flower and getting yes. a windbreaker from them. Right. It was just a lot. Well, and I think like for me, I was like, I'm so hype because of that part of the experience, not mm-hmm. necessarily the movie. And so I like, mm-hmm. it wasn't even in any of our top fives. It wasn't. But I saw it again and I really liked it. Yeah. I mean, I think I rated it higher second go around. First. It's hard. I think it's hard, especially like when you're deep in it at on um, on the South by side. Like you're seeing so much stuff mm-hmm. that it's hard not to be like, okay, I really liked that. But then like if you like love Booksmart, you're like, okay, then I must not have liked that as much. Yeah. So like you know, I think it's hard to. Also, we all know I had, there's no um, integrity in my rating system. There is no uh, integrity in your rating system. That is correct. <laughs> It's just, you know, real gut feeling. I can't defend any of my opinions. It is what it is. Robert Pattinson takes his shirt off, and you're like, nope, five stars. Oh, look. Five stars. It's a perfect movie. That's crazy. It's flawless now. (laughs) Suddenly flawless. I actually think High Life should be in the AFI Top 100, I think. Oh, my God. Um, But, yeah, so this movie, Charlize Theron plays Secretary of State, who has Mm. even bigger and brighter political aspirations. And um, Seth Rogen plays this uh, very principled journalist, um, a bit of an extremist, 
and mm-hmm. he his company is acquired by a big media conglomerate and he's not about that life so he's commiserating with a buddy of his his buddy invites him to a party where boys men are playing fun aspect of the movie and yes. he runs into Charlize Theron's character they realize that they know each other she used to babysit for him kind of have like this little bit of like a nostalgic connection and then Mm -hmm. um she ultimately invites him to help join her writing staff which i do want to point out her writing staff would be more than just one person correct um you know if i've learned anything from veep (laughs) or the west uh, wing (laughs) someone after mike writes something someone has to go over it at the very least yeah like, it seems like things just kind of go straight from him to her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like the only person on this staff. I'm like, that yes. doesn't seem to make much sense to me. But if that's the only flaw of the movie, I'm okay with that. But anywho, <laughs> as all rom-coms uh, happen, they have a little romantic connection. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it's like, so watching it the second go around... Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. It like I thought it was really sweet, and I also found it to be very believable because it wasn't like there was this like there are these two strangers, and it's like oh he's like the goofy guy, and she's like the beautiful blonde. Yeah. It's like they have a connection and they have a history, and it's like you can tell that he's respected her and loved her for so long, like. He sees through, like, the facade of her having, like, perfect skin and beautiful piercing blue eyes, which her eyes are so pretty. Charlize yeah. Theron is so we don't need to, beautiful. I know. I feel like we've done this on this podcast before. I just, she's oh, I was she's like, really just stunning. She's so captivating to me. I just, like, could not look away. She is so beautiful. And it really is crazy. Like, I think we both saw Tully last year. Like, oh my god, yeah. Like, it's wild <laughs> the difference. Or monster. But yeah. Oh gosh. But yeah. And I think you know. I think a big part of it. You know. I know it's supposed to kind of be the visual gag, and they joke about it in the movie about you know it's Charlie's Throne and you know Seth Rogen who is not yeah uh, conventionally super 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 good looking. I guess. I mean, obviously. I love him. I yeah. think we both do. But, oh, I'm into him. Um, yeah, but it his is style's like you, been great lately. Yes, but it is one of those things where you're like, you understand like there aren't people in her life who, you know, she's known for like a long period of time, or people in her life that, you know, don't see her or who see her as more than you know her political positions and stuff like that. So think it's you get it even though there's you know a lot of you know probably bad media where there's a schlubby guy and a ridiculously good looking woman yeah (laughs) yeah gag yep yeah it's just cute they like make a joke about how it's like pretty woman and she's the Richard Gere character, <laughs> yeah. and he's Julia Roberts. Yeah, um, except Julia Roberts is, like, still, like... Beautiful. <laughs> still, both of those people are very stunningly good-looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think... like the whole run where... Um, so, uh, oh, gosh, I'm, I, I just had her name, but her kind of, like, right-hand woman on... June Diane. Campaign. 
Raphael. Yes, Junai and Raphael um, is like running through. And she's like, so we did some audience like, you know, polls. What if Kate Middleton were to date Demi DeVito? <laughs> yeah, she goes through a few of them of like these like beautiful. It was Princess Diana and Kate Middleton were her two subjects. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like literally any guy in Hollywood that's like a schlub. <laughs> Yeah, what if? Which I'm like, that's not fair. It's not fair to Seth Rogen. <laughs> a lot more to his character. Did they you have history? <laughs> did you read the Atlantic um, in your article or review? The that? David Sims one. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course I did. I love him. <laughs> what was it? It was. What was it saying? Um, basically, you know, kind of the same stuff that we had said. I think the first time we saw it is like, it's very. It's, you know, rom com and they're very, very charming. Yeah. Charming. Charming. <laughs> yeah, well, because I think the headline I saw it was, like, stop making it seem like Seth Rogen is, like, this, like, ogre. Like, he's, yes. like, he's, like, perfectly fine. Like, he yes. is, like, someone you can desire and be okay yes. about it. And then also, I think they kind of touch on it in the article, but, like, the joke is also, like, you know, I think when people think Seth Rogen, they think a lot of Seth Rogen's characters, you know, like, yeah, in other things. But like in this, he's like a very stand up, you know, he's like a journalist with values. Yeah. He's like smart and a good writer and funny and attractive. And they're like, OK, <laughs> why wouldn't anyone be into him? Yeah. And the answer is yes. Why wouldn't they be? He's very he's very attractive in this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm into him. Um yeah, I thought it it's fun. I want you to see it again because I think you'll like it more. I want, I want to see it again. I too. think it'll really, uh, I think it'll really hit the rom com spots that you might be missing. Yeah, at present. I think it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm always missing it. I think like one thing that I really liked about it is like it doesn't like on its face it's not like a Seth Rogen movie or like a Charlize Theron movie. They're like both kind of stepping out of their normal. Yeah like genres to do this and I was like what a fun little meet in the middle a rom-com and their press (laughs) tour has been kind of fun too I like watching because I think that they like they they get along really well did you see Mm -hmm. um Seth Rogen's wife posted on um Instagram and she was like people have been asking me like if I'm really jealous of in like of this (laughs) movie and she's like, yes. yeah, I'm jealous that, like, my so husband spend that much time was Charlize Theron. And, yeah, it was just, like, a whole post dedicated to Charlize and to <laughs> June. Because she's, like, they're, like, so, like, incredibly talented and beautiful and wonderful. And I was like, that's also great, too. Because, like, like, for people to be like, are you jealous that your husband's, like, making out with Charlize Theron is, like, kind of a slap in the face, too. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, like... <laughs> I know yeah, I'm not like, I understand the question, but I also <laughs> resent it. Yeah. So I think it's cool, too, that, like, they're, they obviously, like, as a cast, seem to have gotten along pretty well and just yeah. had a good time. Because... Yeah. And I think they also definitely, like, you know, I, another thing that I really liked the first time around is they really, like, Charlize Theron isn't just, like the woman in a male driven movie like she says on stage Charlize is like I don't just want to be like the woman in a Seth Rogen movie like I want this to be you know kind of a two-hander and I think it's pretty even on both those sides you know like you see where they're both coming from and yeah and it and it also like 
I feel like it's really easy for movies that have like the powerful female character. It's like that's mm-hmm. like the only facet of their personality. It's that like they're focused on work. Therefore, they're sad because they don't have a personal life and like people see them as like bitchy or whatever. And like, that's Mm -hmm. not even really the case here. She's just like, she has aspirations, but they also give her like other facets of her personality. And they also like show her character adapt throughout the course of the Mm -hmm. movie, which I think is good. And then the other thing is, I think a lot of the times um, whenever people are trying to make like a strong female character, I'm doing this in quotations, (laughs) um, they just make like her basically a man, you know? And like, I think she definitely is still, you know, very feminine and having like, you know, real human emotions as opposed to just being like a, you know, caricature of strength, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I think they, they do a good job and, it, yeah, like to your point, I think mostly of what I've seen her in is action movies and I guess dramas. Atomic Blonde. Yeah. Atomic yeah, Blonde. for me it's always like dramas and then, um, I don't know, wasn't she in those Snow White and the Huntsman movies? Yeah, I didn't ever see those. <laughs> I actually haven't seen those, but... Um, is it because Julio of Kristen, Who's it? Kristen Stewart? <laughs> I mean, I Kristen Stewart, Chris Hemsworth, Charlize Theron. I really should see them. Yeah, like, but that's the one that she was cheating. That's when she started cheating on R. Pats or something, right? Wasn't I know, that the drama? but now R. Pats is single. Who was he married to? That's not true. He's dating Suki Waterhouse. Oh, right. I forgot. I don't. And they went to see Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Oh, no wonder I pushed that out of my brain. Um... <laughs> Who was he married to? Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. It was just it doesn't like matter. someone. I know he was with the FKA Twigs. No, Are not Robert. Pa- no, not Robert Pattinson. <laughs> the the director of the Snow White movie. This really doesn't oh matter. right. This is not important. No, anyway. Okay, <laughs> but uh, I'll look yeah, it up not later. Important. It really but there is I, just because I got started. Julio Torres is like an SNL writer, and he was on Blank Check podcast and talking about how his favorite movie is one of the Huntsman movies with Emily Blunt and Charlize Theron, and one of them is the Queen of Ice, and one of them is the Queen of Gold, and he describes it as a perfume commercial in a movie. And I was like, <laughs> okay, fuck, maybe I need to see it. But thumbs up your alley. Um, yeah, but anyway, we can go back to the long shot, and more importantly, I feel like we do need to mention the press tour because Seth Rogen said he had to step up his fashion game because he's going to be photographed with Charlize Theron, and he has. He has. GQ has been loving him. I mean, even when we saw him at South by, he was wearing he that looked like amazing. He looks so good. Like this, it was just like so simple, just a blue suit with a. Was it a black T-shirt underneath and then like white sneaks? He looked, but it was fresh. (laughs) He looked great. He's so cute. Um, It's also like I they like make a joke a couple of times in the movie about how like not many actors have transitioned from TV to movies, Mm -hmm. and then like I was like, oh fuck! Like it's just a joke because Seth Rogen did it so seamlessly. Yeah, I didn't catch that the first go around, but. Yeah, no, he uh, is kind of insane when you think about the career that he's made for himself. Because mm-hmm. also, like, I feel like it's fairly self-made. I mean, he was on Freaks and Geeks, but he wasn't, like, a key character. He also, yeah. I would say, isn't good on Freaks and Geeks. 
like Ken. <laughs> also, and I would say. <laughs> but then, like, um, because Superbad was the first, and he, they wrote, him and Evan wrote it. They didn't direct it, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't think they directed it, but I do get all messed up about when Knocked Up comes in because I don't know how, like, I don't know, like, he was in, like, 40-Year-Old Virgin and yeah. Knocked Up, and I think those were right before Superbad. Okay, maybe, but they had been, like, working on Superbad since, like, high school or something. Yes. Oh, I'm looking at Superbad and Knocked Up are the same year. Wow, that's weird. But, I mean, see, now I'm looking at his IMDb, and, like, he, like he's just in so much. Like, I know. And, and, like, I think, like... He's, oh, this just goes back into, I'm, I'm just now remembering he's in The Lion King and it just it takes me right back into the billing of The Lion King poster. All right, like, stay it blows focused. my goddamn mind. Stay he, but, and because, but one of the things is he is second build and I'm kind of like, that's crazy for him to be like second build over like, I mean, Chutal Ejiofor like has oscars you know like so i don't know but i just think he's like a very bankable movie star and he's in like a bunch of stuff and just and then the other thing that i like is it just seems like he'll just be in things that like his friends you know are working on and he's like very seems very like open with his time like he's one of those twilight zone episodes like he's been in like drunk history according to this like i don't know yeah, I, I just, think that I just he, like that he pops around in things. Yeah, but like if you think about Point Grey, his production studio with Evan, yes. they've just like the amount of stuff they've churned out is incredible. The amount of stuff that they're making too that's like actually like of note that like people are excited about and like care about. Like obviously there are some that people care about more than others. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking as someone who saw Sausage Party. Probably not, a, probably not a must-watch. That was actually the first movie I ever saw at Alamo Drafthouse. And That's I didn't funny. know um, how early you needed to get there and, like, much of the seating situation. So we got there early and got to watch all of the um, pre-movie videos, most of which involved, like, how to make sausage and things that you really don't need to know Yeah, about. no thanks. But, yeah, so... <laughs> It's just, yeah. it's just kind of incredible to me. And, like, so this movie was Point Grey produced it, but they weren't involved with any of the writing or the directing. Mm-hmm. So I think, and I yeah. think going into South By, I assumed that Seth wrote it or at least was somewhat involved with the writing. Um, but that's all. And I think something that's kind of interesting, like, when you look back to, like, those 2000s movies, like knocked up and all that stuff was like it's all like the apatow school you know yeah. and i feel like for the longest time that was like the like all the humor that was kind of coming out was like very focused on that but like now you know i mean over 10 years later like i think the stuff that's most influential out of that era is like like super bad like think of like all the things that we've seen this year alone that were like oh yeah it's very super bad yeah <laughs> like, and i'm like obviously he didn't invent like teen high school comedy you know but like i you know i haven't seen anything in the past you know couple years and been like oh yes very anchorman you yeah. know like <laughs> so i just think it's been influential <laughs> oh yeah yeah so let's uh i suggested that we say what our top three uh, well maybe three Seth Rogen movies are do you did you think of any okay. can you oh gosh it's 
super rad. <laughs> that's your number one? Yeah. That's super rad has to be my number one. I mean, super rad's in my like, top five. And I don't think he's in any of my other top five. Um, let me think. I was never really into Neighbors. Mm-mm. Um, I mean, though Beanie, I number- Beanie was in Neighbors too, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorority Rising. Yeah, she hundred percent was. <laughs> yeah, um, my favorite actress. <laughs> your favorite actress. I mean, it's fair. Did you and see? This is the end. Is probably that's my number my, one. My two. I know that's your number. My one. I'd it's flip. Probably I'd my flip. Two. Um, super bad, and this is the end, and then probably pineapple. Okay. I was thinking pineapple. I'm I'm just scrolling through the list again. I like pineapple more than yeah a lot of these. I liked it more than the interview. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I guess disaster artist. I liked. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. My one and two What about are, Steve Jobs? I'm, yeah, no. <laughs> My one like, is how crazy solid. Is that he was Steve Jobs. Yeah, it's he's it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Just like it him and like Michael Fassbender and Kate Winslet. So I don't remember him in. Um, oh gosh, where'd it go? 22 Jump Street, but I do really like 22 Jump Street. Yeah. <laughs> so that could be in the play. Yeah, because isn't, um, is Ice Cube in it? Yes. Yeah, because um, there was like and one that's of a really great scene when Channing Tatum finds out that Jonah Hill's been fucking Ice Cube's daughter. <laughs> oh. um, and he like goes on a whole dance throughout the police precinct. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because um, Ice Cube's son is in Longshot. Yes. And they play but Shea Jackson Jr. Yeah. They play besties. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something about Seth Rogen. Now I can't think of it. Oh, crap. Oh, well. Is that like maybe he cute? He's so cute. Like, he Did cute you ever funny. see um, his <laughs> wife's like father, I think is what it's called? It's on Netflix. It's Kristen Bell, oh, Kelsey Grammer. Uh, Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. I never saw it, and it's been on my list forever because Frasier, obviously. But then also, I've never liked Kelsey Grammer doing anything other than Frasier. That's like the only thing he's like pretty much ever done. What else have you seen Kelsey yeah. Grammer in? Anastasia. Well, cheers. Cheers. He plays <laughs> Frasier. He plays Frasier. Oh, you're right. I do like Anastasia. Um, yeah. And then in 30 Rock, he just plays Kelsey Grammer, but they're only making Frasier jokes. So that counts to me as essentially part of the Frasier universe. Okay. Wow. <laughs> the Frasier extended universe, the FEU. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Did you watch that um, Hot Ones Truth or Dab? Yes, I did. When he like they start, Sean starts to ask who like the most difficult person yes. he's worked with before the question even comes out. So that's like Jonah Hill, yeah. <laughs> and I want to know more about that. I thought it was so funny, and I do. And I couldn't tell. I'm like, I know that's the persona that they're giving him, and you know, this is the end. Is this an extended joke? I also liked when uh, Sean Evans was like, so. Uh, you have an unproduced rap album from the early 2000s. He's like, I'm just going to eat it. I'm just going to eat it so we can stop talking. Like, that's as far into that as the question even gets. Hot Ones like, is a very well done show. Yes, yes. 
because it really does that's i love those interviews because as it goes on and it gets hotter like the people loosen up because they're like i can't focus on not yeah like just saying things i have to focus on my mouth burning yeah and then also i wouldn't uh, stand a chance you would have you'd be able to ask me anything because i just can't do spicy yeah but it also seems like their research team is really good there's a lot of stuff that they like bring up and they're like how did you know that yeah no they're (laughs) that's what my thing because i'm kind of over like late night tv shows because they're all just so like prepared yeah. and like oh it's the same anecdote I'll watch I've the heard clips like a thousand when it's times. like a Bill Hader and I have to but yeah. I don't watch like episodes <laughs> yeah exactly um but yes that's why I like like shows like hot ones because I feel like they really get into the the nitty-gritty which is fun but yeah, yeah. I want to know if Jonah is as bad to work with or if, yeah exactly <laughs> it's like an extension of my favorite movie this is the end I think I have this is the end on my letterbox is like one of my top four movies do you really? I'm going to look it up now. I think, I I think Superbad's I, on mine, so it would make sense. <laughs> I think This is the End is like a near-perfect movie. Yeah. I mean, it's wild that you think that, but... <laughs> it's so fucking funny. I just... Okay. I think it's also like, I love all those guys, so... Yeah. But, yeah. Um, oh, the Yesterday Review Embargo must have gone up. Ugh. Seeing ratings, I'm <laughs> seeing reviews. All right, one second. Lauren, Nardita. it might not be. I think it might be almost famous. Boyhood, I need to know though. You know, my you cousin know sure. Vinny. That leaves one more spot though. So what? Th- th- those are the first three, but what's the last one? Is it this is the end now? No, it's actually insane. I bet you'll change it after we have this conversation. Oh God, what is it? Baby Driver. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if that was recency bias. It probably is when I set up my letterbox to count. I also probably thought I I have a comedy in my cousin Vinny already in here. Okay, so we we must have had the same logic because mine's School of Rock, Sunset Boulevard, Almost Famous, Hot Fuzz. So Hot Fuzz must have beat out Super Bad. Wow, Edgar Wright really just snuck in there for the both of us. Wow, Edgar, who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Yeah. Well, okay. So anything else you want to touch on with Seth, with Evan, with just Long Wood Shot, Mary, Wood Cute, Mary, fun. Yeah. Wood Mary. <laughs> either of them. Um, we could talk about Alexander Skarsgård. Yes, I would marry either Alexander of them. Alexander Skarsgård is so funny <laughs> in this movie because I would say he is an attractive person. Um, yes. And then you watch this movie and you're like... He looks bad. He looks like a little <laughs> gremlin. His hair is dark. His teeth are so strange. His the way he teeth smiles. feels really weird. It feels really weird. I know that it's like the character he was putting on, but like, I'm like, I used to think you're very hot and this movie is making me question a lot of things. Well, my thing is I'm like, I watched Big Little Lies and like when he wasn't beating up his wife in the show I thought he was very (laughs) handsome and this was probably shot around the same time so it's not even like we're like fantasizing about true blood we're like thinking of the same era Alexander Skarsgård it's just like his smile is so weird he's definitely doing something and it's like 
<laughs> it's very effective because it, it is a really funny character, I think. And then, like, everything he does is really cringy. Like, when he's like, you want to go to a bar? It's called the mini bar. And she's like, I'm good. And he's like, it's in my room. <laughs> she's like, yeah, no, I got it. Like, <laughs> he's supposed to have, like, a bad laugh. And he's like, oh, yeah, my yeah. team uh, coached me on how to laugh. And then, like, he accidentally, like, lets his natural laugh in. And she's just, like, stunned and horrified by it all. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's great. It's actually it's a it's a pretty good cast. Bob Odenkirk, yeah, Bob Odenkirk as the president who played the president on a West Wing like TV show. I think is a really good gag. Yeah, like, uh, and then I so then yeah, Alexander Skarsgård's playing like the Canadian Prime Minister, so he's playing like a Justin Trudeau type, except for Justin Trudeau's actually hot, and in this movie, Alexander Skarsgård is not. He's just so derpy. Um, yeah, but also, like, they're, like, her, like, publicity team's, like, pushing her, uh, like, on her presidential run to date the Prime Minister of Canada, and I'm, like, that couldn't work. Yeah. Like, that has, that can't be. Yeah, no. Also, they, like, make him out to be, like, that he is Prince Charming, and Seth Rogen yes. is Danny DeVito. <laughs> and I'm, like, yes, I don't, but I don't think We so. know this to not be the case. <laughs> Um, yeah yeah no good cast fun movie I think I gave it like a three and a half after South by I think I gave it four stars after seeing it this week so I'm curious to know I think I gave it a four to begin with you gave it four to begin with okay yeah cool but yeah that sounds like me (laughs) I think that it's worth seeing I think it's a well-made rom-com um and it's, it makes you feel, like, cheery and happy after seeing it. And, you know, that's great. That's all I ever want. Yeah. That's all I ever want. I just want to, like, that's why I, that's why I see rom-coms, you know? Just just feel, feel my heart good. Make my heart feel happy. Yeah. <laughs> well, great. So we, I think I already stepped on your toes for your recommend, right? Yes. Father of the Bride, Vampire Weekend. Do you have a favorite song I, or... I, it's been changing. So of the singles, I was all about Harmony Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, Same with John Mayer. Recently, recently I've been feeling This Life. Mm-hmm. Recently, I've been feeling Hold On, the Daniel Heim one, which is, I mean, a little yeehaw. Oh. <laughs> Dare I say it. Oh. It's the, the first song to me, I was like, there's a little... There's a little yee in this haw, but the rest of it does it as much. How upbeat but. is it? Like, should I listen to it when I'm at the gym? I mean, I, I don't need, like, anything too upbeat, but, like... Um, it's not, like... I don't know. Like, this life you could jog to. Okay. Like, I don't know. Some of the later stuff, I think it slows down a little. But Are there any fun pretty credits? boppy. Um, Daniel Heim is on like three songs and I think I texted you and said, Ezra, if you need a full-time female vocalist, I'm right here. Uh, <laughs> you volunteer. And yeah, I think Hold You Now, the first song is my favorite that she's on. And then, uh, no, I mean, not a ton of credits other than that. Steve Lacey, who's in Sunflower, which I didn't like that single as much as some of the others. Mm-mm. And then there's one called Big Blue that I was ignoring to begin with. <laughs> for <laughs> personal reasons and then now I'm like okay this one's stuck in my head a lot <laughs> yeah nice well that's fun yeah I'll have to give it a listen I've never been the world's biggest vampire weekend fan as you that's know that's fair but 
I figure it's been a long time coming, so it's worth Pitchfork gave it an eight. Oh. I mean, they're being kind of stingy with Best New Music recently, so it wasn't Best New Music, but I don't know. Good review. Okay. Cool. Mm. Um, My recommend is that I finally, after months of going to the library, picking up a book, having it sit on my nightstand, then having to return it, I finally started reading the book Text Me When You Get Home. Yes. Kayleen Schaefer. I'm trying to like look over at my nightstand right now. Um, <laughs> but I had seen an article about it in NPR like maybe like a year and a half ago. And mm-hmm. it just spoke about female friendships. And so far I'm liking it. So I'm going to, before I even finish it, say I recommend that one. If you're looking yes. for a, a book that kind of... I've read it so I can say you do recommend it. <laughs> yeah. and Because you, you said you also gave it to um, our friend Gan when she moved away, correct? Yes. Yes, so I've been I've been gifted this book and I have gifted this book. So oh okay, it's very very good. Did you just gift the your version of your copy of the book? Just regift? No, I would never (laughs) at Catherine on. I would never do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, cool, nice. All right, anything else, or should you? Are you making the key lime pie? Picking it up? No, I got a frozen one from Trader Joe's because I was feeling. I was already doing some baking yesterday, and I didn't want to mess my kitchen up again. That's fair. All right. Well, have a happy Cinco de Mayo. And you too. Seis de Mayo. I'll see you on my birthday. Oh, my gosh. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. To follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.